Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in the studio today. Now, don't forget, you can listen to good things. We're streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from your Supertalk Mississippi app. But, of course, you know you can get us on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station, or you can watch us. We are live and in living color on your computer or your mobile device. Just head on over to supertalktv.com, and you're going to want to do that today because we're going to play a little true and false game. Not we. I mean Rhino. Rhino and you, because I know all the answers to all of the questions already. This this is cheating. One day we're going to flip the script and we're going to make Rhino come up uh, with some questions and I'll fail. I even failed at this one as I was going through the online true or false. Uh, but you'd have to be living under a rock not to notice that today marks the 45th year of losing um, Elvis Presley and everyone has really come out and given him great tributes and talked about his career and his impact he left uh, you know, in the music world and how much just Mississippi still embraces uh, continuing I guess his legacy there of what of what he did in terms of entertainment and so I thought it would be a little fun to walk through uh, some true or false questions there's so much to know about his life there's so much to still learn about his life and then many of uh, many are new fans or rekindled fans of Elvis and I think part partially why not only is 45th kind of a milestone year to have have been lost um, but with the resurgence of the Elvis movie which was based on a book written by uh, Jim um, Jim from Mississippi then you know I think he's got some new fans he's his music is hitting all-time highs again on Apple iTunes and more people are starting to go back in time throwback if you will to listen to some of the stuff learning new things about him from the movie wondering if some of the stuff in the movie is true or sort of not true and and all the things all that to say we have Elvis on our brains uh, today so let's see how much Elvis trivia is in Rhino's brain and I feel this is a little more pressure on you Rhino because you grew up in Tupelo right birthplace of Elvis and I think I've asked you this before because Elvis comes up often here on good things he's a good thing from our state did y'all have like a class in kindergarten that just gave you like the basics of Elvis's life and career and you know all the local historical facts that one should know I don't know if we ever really had a class specifically devoted to it, but I do remember taking field trips to his birthplace and going to the chapel and going through the gift shop and stuff like that long before they had had updated and added statues and, and had the whole, I think it's the walk of memories is what they call it. it that's all been installed since I moved away from Tupelo, but there there is a, a certain just baseline... Elvis fandom that you kind of have to have it's a because, pride, because right? he's, it's a pride. he's everywhere. I mean, 
if you visit Tupelo right now and you drive down pretty much any main drag in downtown, you'll see guitars decorated by various classes in different elementary schools or Sunday school classes or community organizations where they've gotten mostly kids to decorate these large metal guitars that are all over the city. And it's paying homage to Elvis and the fact that he bought his first guitar at Tupelo Hardware. That's cool. And then that gives the open door for them to learn and take pride in someone who came from their city. As we go through this uh, quiz, this true or false quiz, this will give you time to go to Super Talk TV to watch what Rhino's uh, answers will be. There'll be a slight pause, kind of odd on the radio, but give you time to sort of think about it. But also to take part on the C Spire text line, either with the quiz. And then it got me thinking, what famous or, I guess, noted Mississippian is still celebrated in your community that came from yours? You could let like Elvis from Tupelo or there may be someone else that has a street named after them or a statue after them or somewhere noted to them that is unique to your specific um, community. I think that would be interesting to think about, too, because, you know, even though growing up we learned about Elvis just through, I guess, normal kind of ways, it wouldn't be the same as if Elvis was from Terry. Right. I mean, it kind of has like a a little bit different feel if so much of your community was impacted by, you know, by one person. Well, I mean, before the the widespread adoption of the Internet and before everybody had a computer in their pocket that could access the world's information at the touch of a button, there was a bit of a misconception about Mississippi and Elvis where it was more of a a deep cut, more of a trivia question where Elvis was born. Because before the spread of information got so easy, you had a lot of people that, unless they were hardcore Elvis fans, just presumed he was born in Memphis because that's where Graceland is. That's where he lived his adult life. That's where he, he grew up after a certain point because the family had to move from Tupelo to Memphis for work. So you're right. So that gives the opportunity to really put history where his, in history's particular place, which is back, you know, there in Tupelo. Johnny in West Point said Howling Wolf, Howling Wolf, Howling Wolf, from West Point. So if you've got another notable uh, Mississippian from your hometown that you, your hometown still pays homage to, the same way that maybe not in the same capacity. I mean, there's only one Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> you know, to kind of think of it that way. Chris and Tupelo said William Faulkner's birthplace was in New Albany, and he is still celebrated. So I think that's kind of kind of cool, too. You should take pride in where of those people who came. It also goes to show that people from these from our small towns in all 82 counties can still you – you don't want to say leave because hopefully they never really – they stay rooted in where they grew up, but they can go on to do extraordinary things and leave – long impacts and legacies in their either art of choice or industry of choice or, you know, just with their own life works. And so, sure, that's something that also goes back and shows every kid, you know, who grows up in New Albany, you could be a William Faulkner, too, if you work hard or anyone in Tupelo. If you're interested in music, you know, you can you could be the next the next Elvis. If If I'm not mistaken, Tupelo has actually produced three musical artists that have signed record deals with big record labels. You have Elvis, of course, the king of rock and roll. You have Paul Thorne, born in Tupelo. And I don't know if they've actually signed a big deal or if they're still an independent artist, but I believe it's Diplo 
an EDM artist. They're from the younger generation, but they're from Tupelo. Jason was born and raised in Tupelo, around Tupelo also. He verifies what you said, Rhino. There's a McDonald's not far from the birthplace, and it has Elvis stuff all over the place, right beside Johnny's Drive-In, also full of Elvis propaganda. Why not embrace it? I mean, well, you have to, yes, you grew up there. Well, that's a little bit, you know, you're thinking about um, different perspectives. So, yes, it's your hometown, but you also think someone like Elvis all the tourism dollars that Elvis has brought in from around the world, those folks are coming to that McDonald's because it's in Dubelo because of Elvis. Which I'm thinking. So I'm, now they're lending to, you know, who who's coming to see it. I could be mistaken because I don't know where all that that memorabilia wound up, but I'm pretty sure that McDonald's has now been renovated, so all the Elvis well, stuff is sad. not there anymore. But Johnny's driving is still there, and they still have Elvis all over the place. I just, I need to see the Hamburglar and Elvis together. In fact, I need a McDonald's that's like the throwback with the original playground, with all the things that the kids of the 80s remember, and then have like an Elvis statue somewhere in the midst. I mean, he really would have fit in perfectly out there with with the rest of the iconic McDonald's The McDonald's Jason's is talking about, you, you walk in and... The, the counter where you would normally have like the Happy Meal toys under glass or a Ronald McDonald painting or something like that. It was all little trinkets of memorabilia from the Elvis fan club, like with buttons and pins and flyers and posters. And it was everywhere. It was like when you walk into Cracker Barrel and there's tchotchkes on the walls, except it was all Elvis. That's an interesting question, too. I promise we're going to get to the true or false quiz with Rhino. But do you have any Elvis memorabilia? Big, small, in between, just a token maybe passed, that's been passed down from someone else that went to one of his uh, concerts or, you know, saw him and met him in person or maybe you knew him or had a family member who did? I know somebody out there has to have an unused sheet of Elvis stamps still stuck back. Oh, I'm sh- do they not still make Elvis stamps? Do they do they stop those? I uh, believe those were like a one-time run, and then they had another run of, of a different portrait. But that first run with the pink background and the young Elvis, those were you had to get your hands on those when they came out. Carl Jackson from Louisville. Someone texted in talking about notable people, notable Mississippians from their small town, still honored in their hometown. Mary Ann Mobley and Lewis Wilson from Brandon. Tony M said. Lonsdale Elementary School, trophy cases with material and pictures of stage performed as a kid in Tupelo, Tim and Oxford. Pretty cool. Great conversation. We'll continue to honor the King coming up next here on Good Things. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 30% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 97. Tonight, a 20% chance of showers, partly cloudy, low around 74. Your Wednesday, a 50-50 shot of rain, sunny skies, high near 92. And a look to Thursday, showers and thunderstorms likely, high near 85. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871. 
When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no hassle guarantee so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Ace Bolt and Screw is proud to announce the grand opening of their third Central Mississippi location at 599 Highway 49 South in Richland. Three times the convenience, three times the selection, and three times the service. Visit Ace Bolt and Screw on Julianne Street just off Gallatin and Jackson, right on I-55 at the Gluckstead exit, and now Highway 49 South in Richland. They have millions of fasteners, a massive selection of tools for pros, and more. Now three locations strong. Mississippi family owned and operated for over 50 years. At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection, and that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. Only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this. This remarkable achievement can only happen with continuous training from ICAR and the manufacturers of the vehicles you drive. In fact, we're trained and certified by more automakers than any shop in the market. At a time when insurers are pushing more than ever for discounted and shortcut repairs that save them money, why not insist on Clinton Body Shop, where you get an OEM certified repair using certified parts? If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com. The Embrays are at Trustmark Park August 16th through 21st against the Pensacola Blue Wahoos. Celebrate the dog days of summer with Bark in the Park and Hot Dog Happy Hour Tuesday, then First Responders Wednesday. We'll have Truck Works Thursday, Thursday, and on Friday, the first 1,000 fans get a beach tow bag presented by Atmos Energy. Saturday is Princess Night and Jackson State University Negro League Appreciation Nights and post-game fireworks. The series includes with Raising Cane Sunday Family Fun Day with Team Photo Giveaway presented by Tudor Family Dentistry. For tickets, MississippiBraves.com. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. You can shake an apple off an apple tree. Shake a shake a sugar, but you'll never shake me. You can watch Good Things on your computer or your mobile device. You can watch it on Roku, Amazon Fire TV devices, even YouTube. You can now watch Super Talk TV. We are live on C Spire TV. If you have that, it's right next to the Weather Channel. That would be Channel 70. We're having a lot of fun on the C Spire text line and here on Good Things celebrating the king. Have you probably heard today marks the 45th year since Elvis transitioned, as some would say. Or I guess, he, you know, everyone says when you meet Elvis... And then it was like, I know Jesus, I get that. But you wonder what was the saying prior to Elvis making it, you know, to heaven? Who did it? I mean, I know Elvis went and met Jesus. That 
But that doesn't ring the same way as, you know, when you meet when you meet Elvis, which is something we all say. Jeff in Oxford, though, remembers that where he was the day that Elvis passed. He was stationed at Shepherd Air Force Base. They made the announcement of his death to the entire air base over the base base loudspeaker system. Everyone stopped in their tracks and the base went silent for a few moments. It is definitely one of those. Not that you and I were alive, just you, it just probably was sudden, and you just it just took people by surprise, and so then people get very interested. Sometimes those that are in higher, uh, I guess, positions or positions of celebrity or fame, you just think that they're untouchable or things like that wouldn't happen at such a young age. I mean, what, he was like 42, I think, I heard. Yeah, something when, like that. Like, that we're getting really close to that. Some of you are, you know, beyond that, uh, you know, listening to good things. So to think of how young he was but yet how much life he did live in his his sort of short career and the impact it still has now 45 years later i mean he's been gone longer than he was alive that's like a lot of things to sort of wrestle with we're also sharing stories on the ceasefire text line too of other notable mississippians that are still paid homage to in your small town maybe not to the extent that elvis is from tupelo uh, but tim from tupelo says saving abel from Corinth and Pascagoula has Jimmy Buffett. Ocean Springs has Walter Anderson. And I was right. Lisa and Clara has the stamps. Has the stamps. So there's lots of components to our conversation today. I'll focus kind of on the king and things, all things cool. Yeah, I wasn't around in 77 when he passed, but growing up in Tupelo, I did hear stories. And and one of my favorite stories from that day, as morbid as that sounds, is my dad the police officer at the time was on duty when the news came out and he had to go to Elvis Presley's birthplace to direct traffic for those wanting to go by and pay their respects. Because you imagine everyone wanted to flood and sort of see. Someone mentioned I don't have any memorabilia, but my mom still has the stamps framed. That's John and Madison. Curious if you have any just family significant uh, Elvis memorabilia. Maybe you know of someone who did. I think those stories are always kind of cool. Those are things that even if they're they're not worth anything to anyone outside of your family, if they got passed down or they just have the great stories attached to it, it's just things that you don't want to get to get rid of. So I mentioned we have an original photo of Elvis in the military in World War II. I would keep that one framed and away from World War II. Not what? Well, what is that? I believe it was Korea. Korea War. Yeah, I don't think he served in World War II. Well, you have a original photo of Elvis in the military. Yeah, we'll put a he did serve. There. Yeah, we'll put a period um, there. Deborah and Corinth said, "I have some of those pink Elvis stamps. Can't remember where I put them. Ah, Deborah, but I ran across them from time to time. They're pretty. They're in that drawer. You know, we all have it. That drawer. It's like you know the drawer where you just." Put things in where you don't know where to do with them, and you'll think, I'll come back to it because they'll be in the drawer. So they're probably in that. Or if you've packed and moved in the last few decades, they end up in that box with everything else that you go, I don't know which box to put this in. So it's in that box. And then it gets in the attic or it gets in top of a closet, and then you don't find it until you move again or you're looking for something else. And you go, ah, well, that's where I put that. So hopefully you'll, you'll come across them, Deborah. That would be a good thing. My best friend's dad, Frank Smith, from Tupelo, taught Elvis how to play his guitar. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, Reverend Frank Smith. I want to say he taught Elvis guitar at the age of 10? I mean, or he's credited with it? Yeah. I mean, he would have not known that Elvis was going to be Elvis before Elvis was Elvis. 
right? I mean, how many young men get a guitar and and want to learn how to play it and never go anywhere with it? Right. Well, I mean, you think in every community in Mississippi, there's an old church lady teaching piano. There's probably also older people who are teaching guitar or teaching, you know, in the band or whatever their sort of instrument of choice is. Loving it, giving them the, you know, skills and the opportunities to pick up a hobby or craft, but how many go on to be, you know, Steve Azars and uh, Elvis or Jimmy Buffett or even Walter Anderson? I mean, you think about how many kids take art. I mean, so somebody had to introduce it to them. Speaking of musicians, you know, tonight Chapel Heart will be uh, on HGTV. HGTV. <laughs> they will AGT. AGT. They will not America's be. Got talent. <laughs> Although I would like to see them be able to renovate their home one day the way that they want it. <laughs> That's down the line. Maybe we can connect them with Ben and Aaron out of uh, out of Laurel. I just had a better idea. Get them renov. They need to be renovating and remodeling all the little chapels in Las Vegas. Yes, that would be so much fun. They will be on America's Got Talent AGT live, which. Silly enough, I try. I thought about reaching out so they could come on and just share with us their excitement because they're going to need us to vote. They're a little busy today. It's the live performance. That means they'll actually be there doing their thing, you know, in real time. Uh, but hopefully it'll all go in their favor and we'll definitely uh, keep you updated with that. Mike from Boonville said two tickets to the concert he didn't make. There's a whole story. Oh, yeah, my mom had uh, four tickets to a concert that Elvis never got to perform because he passed, and she held on to him. That's something you sh- you just have that forethought that, like, this is special. I want, I want to be able to keep this. I don't know if I've kept any tickets, though, but I don't know if I've ever – well. Well, I've kept ticket stubs, but – Well, I meant ticket stubs either. I don't know if I have any – I don't know if I've kept any. I used to have a real bad habit of stuffing my wallet with movie ticket stubs uh-huh. for movies I had seen for whatever reason. And it seems like the ink they use on ticket stubs has been changed in the last decade or so because used to, you could go back and go, oh, yeah, and you could still read them. Yeah, now you can. Nowadays, they they're fade. faded after like a week. Bubba from Meridian, local celebrities in Meridian. Uh, Jimmy Rogers and Cela Ward. We had the great pleasure of having Miss Cela Ward on Good Things when the Max was opening there in Meridian. Ty from Crystal Springs, Robert Johnson born in Hazelhurst, but having I but has a museum here in Crystal Springs as well. D in West Point, I also have an Elvis on black velvet. And Elvis on Black Velvet, as yeah, well it was as a very stamps. popular painting style, uh, and besides matadors and elegantly dressed Mexican ladies, you were more than likely going to find Elvis painted on black velvet. John N. Hardman. He was 10 when Elvis lost his life. It was all over TV stations. He noticed a lot of women cried. It was one of the biggest events in his young life. I heard you and um, Gerard had a great conversation earlier on middays about the major events in our life that, you know, we sort of we sort of remember. Larry from McGee. Forrest Gump called Elvis, taught Elvis to dance. <laughs> I appreciate any time we can bring Forrest Gump into the conversation here on Good Things. But 
with an odd connection between Tom Hanks and the new Elvis movie. Exactly, which is really opening up Elvis and Mississippi and his all the history and his music to a new audience, new fans, people now interested in it, particularly now that you can watch it uh, from streaming. Even though it was based on him and the Colonel's sort of relationship, I heard Paul also say this morning, uh, what he caught from the movie was he could he didn't know that Elvis and BB King's relationship was it BB King, one of the blues greats, had it such a. Uh, well, I mean, BB King's from Mississippi as well. So. I know, uh, I know, best making sure I got that right in terms of age, or where like timing would have been. They that they had uh, such a connection, um, and I think that displays it in the movie. I haven't seen the movie yet. I wanted to do that prior to today, just got out from under me and being able and being able to to sort of do it. I did see a um, interview with Lisa Marie and um, she mentioned not Lisa Marie, excuse me, Priscilla. And she said that it was tough to watch and go down memory lane because she lived the story behind the scenes of Elvis wanting to take his music abroad, Elvis wanting to do more serious acting gigs, Elvis desiring to have, you know, a different kind of career, but then the colonel pulling back and always putting him in front of screaming women or doing the cheesy kind of movies. And so she... She was happy that the that the world could see that he had a desire for something deeper and more meaningful. Although you could argue he did pretty good in terms of lasting legacy, but he but had just a imagine deeper. how much bigger he would have been. I mean, there are thousands of fans from Asia alone that come to Tupelo to make a pilgrimage to see his birthplace, and he never got to perform for them. John in Richland, Elvis passed on my 24th birthday. Happy birthday! I can't do the math. Math is hard really quick, but that would make you 69. Am I right? Happy 69th birthday, I think. Uh, John in Richland. Stick with us. We will get to the true and false quiz coming up next. A Complete Flag Source is proud to announce that Mississippi has a new state flag. We are taking orders now for all sizes of the newly designed state of Mississippi flag. Flags are in production and soon you can be flying one at your home, school, or business. Place your order by emailing at sales at completeflags.com, calling our store at 601-362-9333, or finding us on the web at completeflags.com. Have you paid a visit to our store? A Complete Flag Source is located at 5295 I-55 North Jackson. Too far to visit? Give us a call at 601-362-9333 with your order or questions. Thank you for shopping local and supporting a Mississippi-owned business. You already know that Madison Cellars is Madison's favorite place to buy wine and spirits since 1988. On Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center, Madison Cellars has a hometown feel with a big city selection. Do you have a question about which wine to serve with a certain dish? Call 601-856-0931 and let their knowledgeable staff help you find the perfect match. Find out more at madisoncellars.net or stop by today. Madison Cellars on Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center. 
Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. At TrustCare Health, we're reimagining healthcare for the modern world. No long waits or hoops to jump through. Just the five-star care you deserve and the convenience you need. From urgent care available seven days a week <coughs> to routine care for the whole family. You're good to go. See you in a couple months. You can get in and out and back to your life. Mama! Stop by one of our convenient locations or visit TrustCareHealth.com. TrustCare Health. Feel better. Faster. If you're about to start a project or remodel with wood, you need to think Miller Lumber in Richland. Since 1953, we've built a solid reputation of supplying quality wood at a lower price, like Western Red Cedar and Cypress Lumber, as well as a wide variety of patterns in pine, cedar, and cypress. Shop Miller Lumber for the best price new pine flooring and treated lumber in town. Miller Lumber, 551 Old Highway 49 South in Richland. Visit MillerLumberSales.com, 601-936-7099. I'm Caleb Sailors, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. It's been nearly one week since the FBI searched Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago home, and former U.S. Senator Trent Lott does not believe that President Joe Biden had any prior awareness of the search before it was carried out. Well, I believe he did not know. Uh, and that does tell you something. When the President of the United States does not know something that the executive branch, in this case the Justice Department and FBI, are doing on his watch, that is a problem. Lott is also concerned that the Department of Justice and the FBI are out of control and acting against the rule of law. Uh, they took, uh, FBI took the cell phone of a congressman last week. You can't do that. that. That was an illegal act, in my opinion. But I am really, really worried now about, uh, uh, you know, the FBI and the Justice Department being out of control. Here's a novel idea. Pack up the family and head to the Mississippi Book Festival Saturday, August 20th. Join fellow book lovers from all over as we gather on the grounds of the state capitol to celebrate Mississippi's vibrant literary landscape. Purchase books, discover up-and-coming authors, engage in exciting panel discussions, and more. It's a free literary lawn party for the whole family, and we look forward to seeing you at this year's Mississippi Book Festival. Learn more by visiting our website at msbookfestival.com. Join Grammy Museum Mississippi on Saturday, August 21st for If I Leave Here Tomorrow, a film about Leonard Skinner and post-screening conversation by Paul Abraham. Come explore the backstory of this legendary Southern rock band, songs from the first six albums, and a focus on Ronnie Van Zant. Doors open at 2 p.m. and the documentary will begin at 2.30. To purchase tickets or learn more about upcoming programs and Grammy Museum's current exhibit, MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi, where the news comes first. With live updates from Super Talk Mississippi News and Fox News every hour. Available on the Super Talk app and at supertalk.fm. You believe this guy? Who is this guy? It's Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays, 10 till 1 on Super Talk Mississippi. I like this guy. Also on the Super Talk app and at supertalk.fm. 
Rebecca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Good things. Rhino and I are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also live in living color over at supertalktv.com. That's where you want to take your browser on your computer or your mobile device. We're going to get to the true or false quiz that I promised you as we opened up Good Things today. If you're just joining us, we're celebrating the wonderful life of Elvis. And to do that, we are going to quiz Rhino with a little bit of true and false trivia. You can I might obviously, lose my Tupelo card. Uh, you may lose your Tupelo card. Uh, I got 6 out of 10 as I was going through uh, this quiz on the interwebs. That just kind of goes to show you. But then again, you're just guessing at the same time. If you don't know, you got a 50% chance of getting them. I don't know if I actually knew six of them or if I guessed six of them correctly, but we'll see how well Rhino does. And of course, of course, you can play along too um, at home or in your area, in your car, wherever you're listening to good things. Okay, first one. True or false? Elvis was married to Priscilla in 1968. True or false? Mm, true. Well, that's a trick one as I read it. It says false because they got married May 1st of 1967. But the question reads, Elvis was married to Priscilla in 68. So technically, now that I read it out loud. See, I was thinking, okay, because they they got divorced in the 70s. So I was like, okay, I guess he was still married to her in 68. So I guess if 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 the word got married was there, it would be false. But since it says was married, technically it is true. Starting strong on this one. <laughs> Even I'm screwing up my own quiz. Leave it to me, your own good things. Okay. So you both everybody gets a point for that one. You could argue it either either way you want. It was always a good day in class when the teacher messed up a question and everybody gets that one. Just mark this. <laughs> everyone yes, everyone everyone gets gets the first one. Okay. Second one, I think it's a little harder to mess up. True or false? Elvis made his movie debut in Jailhouse Rock. True or false? Dun, I'm going to say dun, 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 dun. false. Correct. False. November 15th, 1956, Love Me Tender, featuring Elvis Presley, was his big screen debut. Random question, extra points. Do you know how many feature films Elvis was in? Twelve? Thirty-one. Thirty-one feature films had two theatrically released concert documentaries. In almost all of these movies, Elvis sings a lot and gets the girl. There's the Hallmark formula. He sings and he gets the pretty girl. And it was he was so popular doing that that it bled over into other genres of filmmaking where if 
like you you couldn't get Elvis. Elvis, you went through the colonel, and the colonel was taking it off the top, and it was kind of shady with how he got into the movies he was working on. But there are so many movies from that era where you just have a slick back hair, good looking young guy that's a singer that's just shoehorned into the story to sing a couple songs. Was that like the development of the what we call rom coms now, which is pretty much a formula? Hot guy, kind of yeah. Girl in despair, outlandish situation. He went, you know. He wins. Uh, Doc from Gillsburg said his dad was a huge movie star Elvis fan. He didn't care about his music much, so your dad was one of a kind. But he w- always watches westerns, except if an Elvis movie was on. He was a huge Elvis movie enjoyer, which I think is 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 cool. Okay, next, true or false? How are we doing out there? Elvis' teacher described him as a very average pupil. True or false? I'm gonna say true. Correct. Don't have don't have any extra info with that, other than he wasn't bad, but he wasn't good. He was average. Well, a little factoid on that: it wasn't until I want to say the late '80s or maybe even into the early '90s that school districts in Tupelo and Memphis finally tracked down the textbooks that had been loaned out to Elvis that had his signature in them. For that year, and some of them were still in circulation at that point. How neat would that be? That's when you know your school needs to upgrade its textbook section. If you open up, hey mom, I got Elvis's book. Who's Elvis? Look at him doodling on page. He hated it too. <laughs> All right, true or false? Elvis' first gospel album was called "He Touched Me." True or false? I'm going to say true. Correct and strange. Could have come up with better, better word than that. Sometimes Presley would sign autographs on fans' boobies. Elvis on the left. <laughs> Presley on the right. I'm just going to, for the sake of the family show, say false. That's true. <laughs> he might, he had a th- he wasn't all on one. He had he had <laughs> he had a way I'm of not doing. Not to break it. down the reasoning behind that. <laughs> this is a family friendly show. But in order to write your name on a <laughs> squishy substance, you have to stabilize it. I'm just, you know what? <clears throat> True or false? He also gave away pink Cadillacs. What do you do? What do you, what do you do with yourself if you I mean, do you go and then get that tattooed? I mean, do you go home? Look, Dad, met Elvis. Rawr! I mean, <laughs> I just I mean, of all the people I've been a fan of, I just I would want your autograph on something I could keep with me. It just I don't know. I'm having a hard time processing that. And I know he's not the only singer who was requested. Usually singers don't go in asking for it. You can't these days anyway, for sure. <laughs> I only sign certain body parts. <laughs> That's a great way to get canceled in 2022. But I mean, it's, just, it's some things, some things prudes like me will just never understand. Okay. He recorded, true or false, 15 songs with the word blue in the title. True or false? Uh, I can't think of the 
exact number, but that sounds true. He he did love him some blue. I mean, you had blue suede shoes, blue Christmas. So, yeah, I'm going to say true. That is true. Blue suede shoes, blue moon, when my blue moon turns to gold again, blueberry hill, blue Christmas, blue river, blue Hawaii, mean women, mean woman blues. She didn't get her boobies signed. Milk cow blues. <laughs> milk cow. <laughs> Gets right into milk cow blues. The joke writes itself. <laughs> blues boogie, and there's more. So the man had an affection for the word blue. You think that's just a word he could sing well? Oh yeah, just lend it, it it's to just, his it's right in his wheelhouse. <laughs> right into his his wheelhouse. Okay, Presley believed he would last one would die in his fifties like his mother. True or false? Hmm. Considering his mother died of a sudden illness, and if I'm not mistaken, it was while he was deployed in Germany with the military, I could see him believing that. I could say true for that. They say false. Oh. And I don't know what his rationale was if he thought he wouldn't live to see 50. And I'm sure that changed probably as his life changed. Probably younger man Elvis thought that he would you know, stay healthy, be strong, make it past that. But there's a lot of uh, of us who have parents who either passed early or loved ones from certain illnesses. That that date looms to you. That age sort of looms for you. And passing it can be a huge milestone. Getting close to it can be a big fear. So depending on what it you know what it was, uh, you start to think, hey, I'm as old as some you know my loved one was whenever they lost their life. Now, I would say Elvis probably has the most impersonators than probably anybody ever on the planet, I would say. That's not a true or false question. But when Elvis was alive, there was an estimated 170 Presley impersonators. Impostors. Impostors. Impersonators. Impersonators. Which I don't even think they prefer that term. I think it's, what, tribute artist now? He, uh, when he passed away in 77... Now they say there was an estimate. There's an estimated eighty-five thousand impersonators. I like impostinators. But you can no longer be married by the king in Vegas. Why? The uh, people in charge of his likeness and uh, his namesake have put the kibosh on it. Can you name your kid Elvis? Oh yeah, they can't stop you from doing that. I think there's more pets named Elvis than there are people. That's a distinct possibility. Because you're really, you you have a lot of faith in your child's future success, <laughs> or you really don't care about their future success if you name them Elvis, because that's a high part of me. That's like the people who name their kids like Moses. Really? You're going to put that on their back? <laughs> All righty. Thank you for playing along. Let us know how'd you do. What'd you make? I don't even know what Rhino did, how well he did. I think he did better than me, but stick with us to get more for you up next.
This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Gludstadt, south of Germantown High, Calloway's has a large selection of all your favorite trees and shrubs, all on sale now. Calloway's has large rolls of pine straw, and we're offering quantity pricing. Calloway's outdoor patio furniture is in stock and ready for delivery, all 25 to 50% off, and for a limited time, free delivery in the metro area. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies, jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Did you know Callaway's has beautiful decorative accessories and gift items for your indoor and outdoor living spaces? Callaway's has bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Callaway's landscape designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Callaway's, Gludstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's is... Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Hi, Chuck Smith here from Smith Brothers Body Shop. Smith Brothers has been proudly serving the Jackson Metro area since 1946. We consider you to be our friend to ensure the best experience possible. If you've chosen a body shop in the past because they were right around the corner and had a bad experience or you've been treated poorly elsewhere, come see what a difference quality service can make at Smith Brothers Body Shop. Call us at 601-353-5217. At Smith Brothers, you're more than a number. Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. This is the closing agar market report. At the close of New York Cotton Exchange, December cotton was up 326 to 116.85. March cotton was up 271 to 113.35. At the close of the Chicago World Trade, November soybeans were down 31 and a quarter to 13.81 per bushel. January soybeans were down 31 cents to 13.88 per bushel. December corn was down 18 cents to 6.10 and a quarter per bushel. March corn was down 17 and three quarters. To 618 per bushel. At the Mercantile, October live cattle was up 187 to 145.67. December live cattle was up 147 to 151.20. October feeders up 242 to 188.02. November feeders up 230 to 189.40. And that's this hour. The Dow Jones is up 215 points, 34,127. I'm Dixon Williams. That's the Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. You know that nowadays more people are cutting the cord, ditching traditional cable and satellite television, and instead just streaming everything. With Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's over-the-top advertising, you can get your business seen on streaming TV. Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted team can show you how your ad dollars can go further to reach a more targeted audience. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Get stored grain insect protection without the hassle of tank mixing. Central Life Sciences introduces two new products. Gravista Insecticide, a three-in-one product with an adulticide, an insect growth regulator, and a synergist to provide long-term control of problem stored grain insects. Looking for rescue treatments or for short-term insect control solutions? Look no further than the new Sentinel Synergized Insecticide. To learn more, contact your local distributor or visit bugfreegrains.com. 
where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. one of your favorite Super Talk shows. You can get all of them on your favorite podcast app. That's the Gala Show, Middays with Jar Gibbert. Of course, us here with Good Things and Sports Talk Mississippi. Don't forget, too, about my new podcast, Tired of the Weight, W-E-I-G-H-T. It is a wellness-focused podcast where your health, both physical, mental, spiritual, all come in to play. So you can get that wherever you listen to podcasts. On the text line, Colin Hattiesburg said on Miami Vice, Sonny Crockett's alligator was named Elvis. I feel like we all have had a pet in our life. Maybe not yours, but you know of a pet. I'm thinking of dogs in general. Alligator would be a good one. Elvis is a good, like it's a, it's a good pet name. I don't know why. Because it feels weird, like you mentioned, to name your child Elvis. feels like a little, I'm sure someone has. I mean, a middle name would be one thing. But yeah, first name Elvis, that's... That's a lot to live up to. That's a, it's a whole lot to live up to, for sure. Hey, there's some good news for somebody in Macomb. Somebody won the $5,000 Powerball ticket purchased in Macomb. After matching four of five of the balls in Saturday's Powerball drawing, the ticket was purchased from Broadway Mart on South Broadway in Macomb. The original prize, here is what $1 can do for you, was 50000 The player spent the extra dollar for the Power Play Multiplier, and then that summed up by 10, increasing the player's initial win by $450,000. That $1 investment gave him $450,000 more. I mean, I wouldn't turn down $50,000. No. Yeah, when you multiply that times 10 and it's all of a sudden six figures, it's half a million dollars. Wow. And you're like, that $1. And think of all the folks who, nah. I'm not going for the extra dollar. I mean, you're already in there. Go for the dollar. Says the girl who's never bought a lottery ticket in her life. Like, I'm the worst person to encourage you to do or not to do with your money when it comes from, to the lottery. From what I understand, there's a bit of a, a debate in the the uh, the pro lottery players where some people believe in quality of the the wager so you're you're trying to get as much bang for your buck as possible so they go with the multiplier whereas others are more quantity where they can if they're getting 10 tickets you can save that ten dollars and get get five more more, tickets whatever works for you here's one from washington state a couple thought they won 360 dollars and they got there and they actually won three hundred and sixty thousand dollars what if that was reversed, though? I mean, you're still happy to win something, but you go in skipping down. I would be upset. Especially if you went ahead and started ordering things. Like, we're going to get this. Let's go and get the car on the way. We got that covered. And you get down there, and they're like, I'm so sorry. It's 360 I mean, $360 in, in a sentence. There's, there's no Where's comma the, there? There's nothing after the, that? The, the, the thousand. I'm sorry. That would be a different ticket. Speaking of dogs and named Elvis, not no, this one's not named Elvis, but an Oregon couple had a winning lottery ticket shredded by dogs. 
All right, you immediately go, <gasps> right? And so I go click. I'm like reading the story. This is terrible. But obviously it has to have a happy ending because they made a story out of it. If not, the dogs are probably no longer with us. But they are. They reconstructed it to go and get their whopping. Do you know where this is going, Ronna? No idea. $8. It was a $3 scratch off. <laughs> they got $8 with the winning scratch off. And they were able to piece it back together. I'm and sure I'm making too many presumptions here, <laughs> but uh, shredded by a dog, does that mean they just chewed on it? Or are they having to dig through droppings to reconstruct this ticket <laughs> no, the for dog, $8? I think the dogs got into something and it bit it. They, it was... Okay. Yeah, not... That's, a, that's better. Not the other... Not the other end. I was about to judge the heck out of them for digging through dog dude to get for eight, eight bucks. bucks. <laughs> it had been ripped to bits by Apple and Jack. How cute is that? Apple and Jack. They were they were Alaska Key Key K something dogs. Spell it. <laughs> K L E E K A I. Hungry is how I'd spell it. They were <laughs> If they ripped to shreds, lottery officials were able to piece the ticket back together and confirmed it was an $8 winner. And y'all, I went to make sure that I didn't miss, I didn't miss a comma. I'm just, I know we look $8 at one point would only buy you like a gallon and half a gas. I get it. Times are tough. I just don't know if I'm going to go through all of that for, for $8, but Apparently, the Klee-Kai is a Spitz-type breed of dog. You got it. Klee-Kai. I would have, we'd have sat here all day, and I tried every which way the phonics in my head. Looks kind of like a husky, but smaller. Terry's, Terry says, my late uncle was named Elvis. He wasn't much younger than Elvis Presley. Huh. I bet he got a lot of, interest, has a lot of interesting stories about putting his name on waiting list or call back Elvis or whatever it may be. Hey, thank y'all for tuning in. You really do make good things great. It was a lot of fun uh, tributing the king. Don't forget to watch AGT tonight at 7 o'clock. Our girls, Chapel Heart, will be on. We'll put the link on how to vote for them in the Good Things Facebook group so you can help them get to the next level. We already know they're going to be awesome. (laughs) But we'll follow up with that tomorrow for sure. But you got Sports Talk Mississippi coming up next. Rano and I will meet you back here tomorrow at 2. Until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.